All right, you made it. You're it's day one. The truck is just pulled up outside full of people and they're starting on your project today. Congratulations. So that's a big, big uh, milestone, right? Day one is a huge event. So let's let's set the tone for the whole project. So the, some things that I've learned over the years that have both helped and hindered projects, um, I'll, I'll share with you. So like I was saying uh, in another module that you might be greeted by uh, the job foreman or sometimes they're referred to as the working foreman or the the lead carpenter uh, depending upon the scope this might not even involve carpentry but anyway that that person he or she uh, hopefully you've already met but if you haven't they'll be very cordial and uh, explain how they would like to do things but this is your opportunity to kind of set the tone and this is not to establish any kind of authority it's just to kind of like Okay, we're here together. Let's, let's make this happen, right? This is a group effort. So right away, I would kind of uh, take that person, whoever that is, and walk, walk them through the house. It w if you have a set of plans, they will probably share stuff with you too. And talk about safety barriers and dust barriers and uh, limits of things, accessibility into rooms, animals, children, young teenagers, you're going to have all kinds of things you're going to need to talk to that. You don't need to talk to all the workers, but you need to talk to that one person on day one. Uh, just to kind of lay, lay, the, lay the, the land work, right? Lay, you know, lay down all the ground rules. Some people would go to the extreme, like thou shalt not, but that gets a little uh, too much. But just uh, be very cordial about it, very, very respectful, and they w in turn will be respectful. Uh, tell them where to park. Tell them which bathroom they can use or if they can't use one, that they're going to have to provide one. And they would have known that ahead of time. But you need to have that discussion. Uh, no kitchen, no, no getting into my fridge, no using my sink. Whatever those little conversations are, have it on the first day so you never have to worry about it again. Because they'll spread the word. That, that person will spread the word to the rest of the crew. Uh, I used to have homeowners say, hey, feel free to use the back patio for your lunch breaks or any of your breaks. And it was great because you had shade and it was cooler back there and the guys could relax for 20 minutes or an hour, uh, depending upon what they were doing. So it's nice to have that rapport. What I would caution you about is, and I've seen this happen on a couple projects, uh, she always had coffee. You know, day one, it was like holding the coffee pot with th three mugs, right? Like, here you go. So then the guys start expecting that. And then they're kind of that, that lazy, not lazy, but being cordial and social in that first half hour, 20 minutes, which kind of eats into production time. Now times that by a 30-day schedule or 40-day schedule, we've lost a week, right? And not any, you know, I'm, it was wonderful gesture. Everything is, it was no expectation. But it was a very sweet lady it was like, and Joe finally had to step in and say, you know, we the guys have coffee in their truck. Don't worry about them. It's fine. Thank you. Just have some water standing by. And that's all it would, that's all it needed, right? Just that really soft discussion of uh, expectations on both sides, right? What you would expect and what they expect on the process. So day one is all about kind of setting that tone, making sure that, you know, they have always parked there. If they have 
you know, they're not going to leave an oil stain on the street, stuff like that. We would always be very careful about that. If they're going to put trucks in the driveway, make sure you have stuff, cardboard underneath them, et cetera. Even the subs knew that that was our rule. And you need to kind of make that clear. And then the, the project manager or the foreman will make that clear to the crews and to the subs. So set the tone day one. Uh, stay true to the tone, right? Don't change it up. Like one day have a pot of coffee and then you're not going to do it anymore. We would rather you not have anything than just some water perhaps or access to water. The guys know to bring their own stuff. Don't worry about it. It's a nice gesture and they were very appreciative. Don't get me wrong, but it doesn't, it doesn't help the project in the long run. Have a party at the end. That's the, that's the favorite part is to enjoy all the work. Have a big barbecue at the end of the tunnel. Uh, that's a good one. Um, so how do we keep a project on time and on budget? Like I said, other modules, it's very hard, especially for a remodel project, to stay 100% true on budget. Unless I know exactly if I'm just doing a small bathroom. I know what tub I'm buying. I know what sink I'm buying. Etc. You know, if I know all the pieces, I know how much tile, I know how much paint. You know, that's pretty easy to put a number to, right? But what if I open up that shower wall where the old shower or the old tub surround was, and it's all rotted lumber? Now I have to rebuild that wall. I might even have to restucco on the outside. Now the rot might be going into the eave. Now it might be affecting the roof above. You see what I'm saying? So it's even a small project like a simple bathroom can have a very big unknown. So to keep things on budget, on track, on time, I would strongly suggest some kind of communication uh, mechanism. Whether that's someone's home all the time, it's like, uh, hey, Mrs. Jones, we, we have another problem over here, and she can run right over and give an evaluation, call up, you know, husband on the phone. Oh, they just found this. What do you want to do? That's, that's good uh, triage, right? We can take care of a problem very quickly and then production stays on schedule. That's one way to mitigate time delays is to be available for the remediation or for the, for the resolution, the solution. Uh, if you can't be there, make yourself uh, accessible at work or wherever you're at. Uh, how do I reach you? I need both phone numbers, both emails. Uh, text, you know, which would you rather have? I need to be able to have that contact with you. Uh, the other thing to try to stay on budget and stay on time is to gather things ahead of time. I know that some contractors prefer to bring all the materials into the project themselves, and that means they go get it, they buy it, they put it on their accounts, they pay for that material and they bring it to your job site and you just receive the benefit of that material magically showing up. The other alternative is homeowners sometimes provide the material, the tile, the towel bars, the shower fixtures, uh, stuff that they can go down and grab. Often that's a sticky discussion and you, you're going to want to have that very early of, of what happens there or what is what does that relationship look like because the builder or any tradesperson makes their money not only on the part but also on the installation of the part typically so they're depending upon two little baskets of profitability one is just I go acquire the part I should be compensated for my time my expertise 
grabbing the right part, etc. That's a value. That's my markup for that part. The other one is I know how to install the part, and so that's my value there. So if you if you subtract from one of their baskets, they might uh, treat that differently. They might say, okay, that's fine. If you provide the materials that I have to provide, I might add whatever. I might add a percentage for everything that you buy versus what I buy. It just depends on the contractor. Some are very sensitive about it. Uh, but I know as the homeowner and as someone who's done remodeling for my own home, I I'm very much want to go buy stuff and bring it and say, hey, there, there it is. It's all right there. As long as you have that discussion and they're okay with that, great. Perfect. I don't even care if they charge me a little bit more. I'm the one who got to go pick it, right? I got to go pick the tile. I got to go make sure they all match. Um, and I don't care if he charges me an extra bl blank for that because it, it was it was something I wanted to do. That's fine to do it that way. But just know that that affects your price and your timing. So the point was, if you can gather all that material, gather all those goods and just kind of have them sitting there reserved, even your kitchen cabinets. I wouldn't even break ground unless the kitchen cabinets were on site. That's such a dangerous uh, proposition. Oh, I want to start my kitchen remodel, but my kitchen cabinets aren't due for three weeks. Can you start tomorrow? No. I personally wouldn't do that job. Somebody else might just take up that three weeks worth of time to do whatever, prep and tear up walls. But I would much rather see those cabinets standing there in the corner before I started that project because then I can go physically measure them, double check, you know, all kinds of stuff I can do, which is a benefit before I even start the project. So what I'm saying is to keep your project on time and on budget, you're going to have to own some of that. You're going to have to uh, be responsible for that and, and be on top of that and monitor that, either with that daily communication, like, okay, leave a note at the end of the day. Where were you today? Or what did you get done today? I didn't see much get done. Or please explain, whatever. Like, you have that right to know that because that keeps you on time, right? Because every delay of, that you see a day is added to the schedule, right? And before you know it, you're a week out. Now you're three weeks beyond schedule. And now you're a month beyond schedule. That gets ridiculous. But if you can stay on top of it on a daily basis uh, and then have a plan the next morning, maybe you need to have a, a plan. Okay, let's, our goals of today are blank and blank and blank. Three things, right? You want to get the plumbing roughed in on the shower stall. You want to get the new sheetrock in the kids' room and the kitchen painted, whatever that is, right? So everybody kind of knows that's their objective. That's, that's the general's contractor's role, but at the same time, you can kind of interject and say, hey, I got company coming. I need the kitchen back, so could you shift things around? Oh, yeah, no problem. Have those discussions. Don't be afraid to have them. The earlier, the better, obviously, but that's a way, again, to stay on time and on budget. So you play a big role in that uh, whole idea of staying on time, on budget. It's not just the contractor. It's not just the subs, right? It's, it's your availability, your accessibility, uh, your collaboration and cooperation is essential. Uh, and you're, you're kind of the co-captain of the ship in, in, to some extent, right? Because you kind of control uh, what comes on and off the property, per se. It's, it's, your, it's your dirt. So if you want a certain you know, material or whatever and you just have to have it, then everything gets delayed, then the, you've affected the timeline, nobody else. So just be 
aware of that and you own that and then it's okay but it, you know you as the remodeler should do all you can to try to stay on time and on budget and, and the more you can play into that role that you have the better so all right want to leave you with that i know it's a big topic um, but it's it's something that you can do as the homeowner to help move the project along and make it really successful all right take care we'll see you on the next module